Welcome to Haven Today at Christmas time. It was an unassuming home on Brook Street with the number 25 out front. I'm thankful that I got to visit George Handel's home a few years back. Not only did he live there for many years, he composed his masterpiece, The Messiah, inside this home over three short weeks. Now, over 280 years since it was first written, this oratorio is performed all over the world at Christmas time. And when I was visiting his home, I discovered that Messiah was actually intended for Easter, not Christmas. So while Messiah helps us think of the Son born into us, we don't have to feel ashamed if we pull it out for Good Friday next year. In fact, we could listen to it every Sunday because the words are straight from the Bible and they point to Jesus. That's the mark of good music, isn't it? Both the words and the tune can work in harmony, leading us to worship our Savior. I'm Charles Morris, and as we continue to worship Jesus this Christmas season, we're in a series called The Many Names of Jesus this week. And I couldn't resist to sneak in a little sample from Handel's Messiah. It fits so well with the title of Jesus we're thinking about today, the Prince of Peace. Now, of course, that comes from Isaiah chapter 9. And oh, how this name must have stirred the hearts and minds of the people of Judah and Jerusalem when they first heard it. Don't forget, Isaiah spoke at a time when there was little peace. We're told that Rezan, king of Aram, and Pekah, king of Israel, had joined forces to fight against Jerusalem. It was a time of bloodshed and turmoil and invading armies. But there will come a Messiah, Isaiah tells us, who is the Prince of Peace. Now, what does that name mean? Why this title for Jesus? Well, stay with me as we look at the title and we ponder how that will lead us to Jesus. And before that, we'll catch up with a new friend of mine who was a successful businessman in London, with Lloyd's of London, and how he spends his time helping people share the gospel in a most helpful way. So uh, I've actually discovered what does make a difference. What, what makes a difference is the Word of God. That's Richard Borgman. He'll join us again in a moment to share some helpful ideas on how to share the gospel with others at Christmas time. But before we do that, I want to help you with your Christmas shopping this year, and it's still not too late. I have some Christ-centered ideas to suggest, and there's still time to get them to your loved ones if you choose expedited shipping. First, the John Redder Christmas album. This album has been loved for many years in my home, and it's full of carols that will lead you and those you love to worship Christ this Christmas. Get a CD for yourself. Get one to share with a loved one this Christmas. And second, we have the Kingdom of God Bible Storybook set. Two cloth-covered hardback books sharing Christ and all the scripture for young and old alike. Coming in a well-made slipcase, and including 45 stories out of the Old and New Testaments that are all going to point you to Jesus, the Savior. Well, you can hear samples from the John Redder Christmas CD, and you can look at sample pages from the Kingdom of God Bible Storybook set 
when you come to haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. Please do that after the program. You could also call us if you want after the program and make your gift and get your order placed at 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN. Be sure, though, and ask for expedited shipping. And just before we hear our opening song, if you're in the United States and have a retirement program, maybe a donor-advised fund, or you have some appreciated stocks, there may be some better ways for you to help this Christ-centered ministry. I've already been talking about how tight it's been and how hard it's been this last few months for not just us, but a lot of Christian ministries, and we could really use your help by December 31st. So after the program, go to that website, haventoday.org, select the Give button, and look at other ways to give. And if you're in Canada, give us a call for your options at 800-65-HAVEN. And now, since... I've already mentioned Handel's Messiah. I can't think of a better way to start our time together than the Hallelujah Chorus. Thank you. 
Well, we get to hear them every time this year, the Canadian Brass, here on this Haven Today. And of course, George Friedrich Handel's Hallelujah Chorus, coming out of his oratorio, The Messiah. Here on a Haven Today, the many names of Jesus, I'm Charles Morris. Now, before we turn to the name of Jesus, Prince of Peace, I want you to meet up with a new friend of mine, Richard Borgman. He's the founder of The Word One-to-One, an organization that helps people like you and me to explain the gospel when we don't know how to do it. Soon, we'll be gathering with family and friends, many of whom don't know Christ. So I asked Richard about how to share the gospel, how to share Christ with loved ones this Christmas season. Richard, as we approach Christmas Day, how can a Christian share Christ, the Christ of Christmas, with others? Well, thanks very much, Charles. It's a good question, isn't it? Um, Do you know what? I think that uh, the more we uh, have developed as a society in looking at our own wants, how selfish we've become, increasingly uh, our friends crave answers in a way that uh, we as Christians uh, are not expecting. Uh, People don't have the answers to life. So actually, I've discovered that the thing to do is not let my faith just be about me. I'm not just having intellectually interesting conversations with people where I'm saying, look, I've got a faith and it gives me a peace that passes all understanding. Because the danger with that today is that people will turn around and say, well, that's great for you, Richard. I'm delighted for you. But, you know, I try to uh, be healthy. I'm down the gym. I'm into sexual freedom. I'm into uh, whatever it might be. So uh, I've actually discovered what does make a difference. What makes a difference is the Word of God. So I started to say to my friends, listen, haven't you always thought that one day you might have a look at the book that sold more copies than any other in the history of printing? Of course, that's the Bible. Wouldn't you expect that it's got some good stuff in it? It's interesting stuff. Now, those two statements are true in the lives of nearly everybody I speak to. They know that the Bible sold more copies than any other book, and they also expect that there's a reason it sold more copies than any other book. It's got some interesting stuff in it. Some some might think it's rules-based, but they think, you know, it would be interesting to read. For most people, the problem is they don't know where they'd start. So I then go on to say, well, look, I'm very excited to have discovered that there is one book of the Bible. It's called the Book of John, which starts with a unique executive summary. Now, I'm in the city, so I call the 18 sentences, the 18 verses, you might say, that is the start of John's gospel, um, uh, an executive summary, because that's what it is. Everywhere else outside the city, I might call it an overview. And I say, look, I'm really excited by what this overview, this executive summary says. I would love to buy you a coffee, please, to show you the 18 sentences that make up this extraordinary, unique passage, the only one in the whole of the Bible. Now, by the way, I happen to have some great notes that have become an internet sensation called the Word One-to-One, which go alongside those verses, and it would be great to show you those so that we could look at what comes out of those verses together. But wouldn't you like to see what the Bible actually has to say this Christmas? Can I buy you that coffee? And by the way, before they say yes or no, Charles, here's what I always say, because I think it's very important for people to understand how this coffee is going to end. I say, all I'm going to say to you at the end is, did you enjoy that? 
Did you notice I didn't say, what did you make of that? Because that would be an open-ended question. I'm literally just saying, did you enjoy that? It's a yes or no answer. If they say, well, yes, that was amazing, Richard. I just didn't know that's what the Bible said, which, by the way, is what nearly everybody says. Then I have one simple second question, and that is, well, would you like to see what comes next? And that's my next coffee. So it's very interesting. You're suggesting this Christmas share with your friends the first 18 verses of John 1 and not Luke 2. The reason it works is it's not what people expect. So everybody thinks that when they sit down for their coffee, I'm going to be showing them baby Jesus. There's going to be some very smelly shepherds and uh, a stable and uh, the Christmas story. And they're blown away by the huge claims that come at the start of John. It is literally mind-blowing. For the, It's the one area where you can go to people and immediately you're talking about eternity. You know, in the beginning. So we are going to go to the very hub of our very existence and say, did you realize there was a beginning and in the beginning was God? Phenomenal claims. And then actually it takes John until sentence 17 to make clear that when he says in the beginning was the word, that word is Jesus Christ. So I find it far more effective to actually go straight to the hub of our very creation rather than just deal with the nice story that everybody knows. Richard Burganen, uh coming to us from England. Uh, I, since you are a Brit, will wish you happy Christmas, not Merry Christmas. Thank you for sharing your faith with us. Well, thank you, Charles. It's been a delight to be with you. Happy Christmas to all your listeners. This is Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris. Thank you, Richard Borgomo for joining me here. The many names of Jesus. And on this program, we're looking at the name or title, the Prince of Peace. Well, let me read to us where it comes from. It's found in Isaiah 9, verses 6 and 7. Now you're going to know you've heard this before. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and here it is, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. What does Isaiah mean when he uses that title, the Prince of Peace? In the Hebrew, the word for peace is shalom, and it means more than an absence of strife and war. It can mean completeness, wholeness, harmony, fulfillment. And as we look at the world in which we live, it should be fairly obvious to all of us that we are in desperate need of shalom because of the human fall into sin. And because of the fall, there is a lack of harmony, wholeness, completeness, and fulfillment just about anywhere you look. Because of the fall, Mankind lacks shalom within himself and with his fellow humans and with creation and certainly with God. But there is good news found in the gospel, the news that Messiah, Jesus, is the Prince of Peace. And he does bring shalom into this broken world. Zechariah and Simeon, for example, they expected the Christ child to bring peace the angels announced it. The woman whose faith made her whole was told to go in peace. And the people sang about it on Palm Sunday when Christ entered Jerusalem. 
while overlooking Jerusalem. While overlooking Jerusalem, Jesus wept because the people didn't know what would bring them peace. And in announcing his soon departure, it was Jesus who said in John 14 and John 16, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. Messiah Jesus brings peace in the four areas that I already mentioned. Jesus brings peace within us, among us, around his creation and with the living God. Let me just mention a couple of points here. First, the Messiah establishes peace within us. Isaiah speaks of wholeness, fullness, and well-being. When he says, Then will the eyes of the blind be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. I'm reading out of Isaiah 35. Then will the lame leap like a deer. That has special meaning to me. And the mute tongue shout for joy. Water will gush forth in the wilderness, streams in the desert. Because of the Messiah, Isaiah can see a time when every person is whole and complete. No diseases, no sicknesses, no disabilities, no cancer, no heart attack. But my second point is this. The Messiah establishes peace among us as well as within us. Isaiah speaks of this as well in Isaiah 2. He will judge between the nations and will settle disputes for many peoples. They will, you've heard this before, beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will not take up sword against nation, nor will they train for war anymore. Those who have the peace, the shalom that Isaiah speaks of, live in harmony with their neighbor. Let me just throw in a third point for you. Since I'm preaching today, the Messiah establishes peace around us, not just in us, not just outside us, around us with the creation. In the Messianic kingdom, men and women will live in harmony with God's creation. Isaiah, again, tells us clearly in chapter 11, the wolf will live with the lamb, the leopard will lie down with the goat, the calf and the lion and the yearling together and a little child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear. Their young will lie down together. The lion will eat straw like the ox. The infant will play near the hole of the cobra, and the young child put his hand into the viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain. Let me just say one last thing here. Messiah, Jesus, brings peace, shalom, between God and us. Therefore, Paul tells us in Romans 5.1, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Imagine that. Enemies of God counted as friends of God. The Messiah is the Prince of Peace. His rule brings peace. His government knows only peace. How? How does he establish peace? What does he do as Messiah that gives us peace within ourselves, among men, with creation, and certainly with God? You need to realize that in the Old Testament, there are three dramatically different pictures of the Messiah. Sometimes he's portrayed as a warrior king. Other times, as a suffering servant. And then, sometimes, as God himself, or the Son of God. 
Over time, however, God's Old Testament people forgot or ignored the pictures of the Messiah as the suffering servant or as God himself. The image of the Messiah they loved the most was that of warrior king. So by the time of Christ, most of the Jews were looking for a Messiah who would defeat and and throw out those Romans who occupied Palestine. They were looking for a Messiah who brought peace with the sword and the shield, with a warrior's boot used in battle and with garments rolled in blood. But that is not what Isaiah says. He tells us exactly what the Messiah does to give and to bring peace. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him, and by his wounds we are healed. Isaiah 53, a most famous chapter. In a world full of brokenness, he gives us shalom. In a world full of strife and bitterness, he gives us love. In a world full of disease and sickness, he heals. In a world that hates God, even at war with God, Jesus, Jesus brings reconciliation. Surely he is our shalom, our Prince of Peace. One more song, but of course, do I need to even tell you? That's John Rutter, Stephen Varco, the Cambridge Singers, Silent Night from the John Rutter Christmas album on a haven today called The Many Names of Jesus. I'm Charles Morris. Christmas is just about here. And if I could wish anything for you, it would be for you to give presents that are Christ-centered. Yes, I've got ideas, and I'll share those again with you now. But if not from us, from somewhere else, Christ-centered gifts. And there is still time to get them when you use the expedited shipping option that we have for you. 
Two suggestions that I've been telling you about. First, of course, we just heard from the John Rutter Christmas album, Silent Night. 23 carols in total that are going to warm your heart and the hearts of those you love this Christmas and point you and others to worship Christ. And then second, we have the Kingdom of God Bible Storybook for your minimum gift to the ministry. Two cloth-covered hardback books sharing Christ in all the scriptures from both the Old and New Testaments. Both books, cloth-covered, coming in a wonderful slipcase filled with 45 stories teaching about God's kingdom. And this is something that young and old alike really need. But I want you to get both before Christmas, not just for yourself, but give it to others too. When you contact us and make your gift, let us know if you want it to arrive by Christmas. Ask for the expedited shipping and we'll get it out ASAP. And I think we can get it to you by Christmas. We're answering our phones 24-7, so you can call us right now at 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN. Remember, though, ask for expedited shipping. Or listen to samples from the album and look at illustrations from the books and make your gift at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again, together, we'll share the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. George Handel wrote The Messiah by hand. From beginning to end, for every voice, every instrument, in only three weeks. He barely ate and he barely slept. Early one morning, Handel's servant discovered him sitting up in bed after having worked all night. Tears were streaming down his face. He had just finished the Hallelujah Chorus, the words of which are taken from Revelation. Stop and listen again to these powerful words. Hallelujah, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. The kingdom of this world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Amazingly, this great king wants you to know him better. Visit GetAnchored.com.